0: Welcome to DeskMate's first ever bonus episode. I'm Robbie, your English host.
1: And I'm Ken, your Swedish host.
0: So this bonus episode, Ken, is all about corrections. Are you nervous?
1: Yeah, because, I mean, it's not like I'm... I'm not like an expert in this. It's just a big interest. So of course I just, but it's also, I'm I'm just waiting for you to like change everything that I know. Like I've been Mm. believing something and now you're going to change my beliefs.
0: All of these facts and I'm going to give you Yeah, you're going to give me the facts. And
1: I, yeah. And I don't know if I really want the facts. Mm. I try try to live in like the the little land that I think is, that I think is your vision. you like your version. Yeah, I like my version. Yeah. Okay. So it's also a bit of like the apprentice being the master here, which Mm. I don't like. Mm.
0: I'm loving this power <laughs> dynamic right now. It's all about to change, though. Um, I have, to Sue explain for corrections, I've gone through and listened to all four episodes that we've made so far. And I listened, paused, listened, paused, Googled, fact checked, used the Eurovision Wikipedia. Real Wikipedia in some places where we talked about other things, and I've got a list here, quite a long list of corrections. Okay,
1: so are you also telling the listeners that they don't can't believe anything that we say, so they have to listen to four episodes and then they get the real facts?
0: Yeah, well, d- w- yeah. Depending on how much crap we talk, there <laughs> might be another one of these episodes in the future. But I'm going to hit you with a statistic now, Ken. Mm-hmm. Of all of the things that so you've mentioned, dates, winners, countries, artist names, song titles, of all the things that you've said over four episodes, how many mistakes do you think you've made roughly?
1: <laughs> Percentage or like numbers? Either. Ten?
0: Zero. Oh. You are a Eurovision expert <laughs> and I've made you sweat. You didn't know that was the case. Everything pretty much here wrong, I have said, or it's just... A clarification. Your Whew. knowledge is incredible. D- so I still p- got this job. Yeah. So, yeah, you get to stay. You need to keep still and keep saying facts. <laughs> and then you get to stay on the podcast. Honestly, years, you nailed the years. And everything that I could verify, you know, that was an opinion is completely verified.
1: Great. So the listeners can stay safe with me for a while. Yeah. But it also, it, yeah, it boosts my confidence here. Because I'm, I'm a little known in the other podcast that I'm in to just just guess things sometimes and I need to be corrected because I'm just blurred things out.
0: Well, four episodes in and everything you've said that can be verified, I have verified.
1: Amazing. Congratulations. Thank you.
0: So let's go through the corrections anyway, because I have said a lot of crap. Episode one. I'm going to go through episode yep, by sure. episode. This is a more of a clarification. I mentioned in my childhood, I could remember that the UK had a selection process. I found that that didn't end until 2008, oh. which I probably could have asked you. I bet yeah. you would
1: have. I mean, yeah. But I don't know if they have... have did they have it every year until 2008? That's what, that's what I okay. could find. Cool. So I, I, I mean, my like deep... Uh, Eurovision interest started somewhere, like around like two thousand and six. I started to work with Melly Fjellstuen, and of course, I've been loving Eurovision all years. But just this the meeting these people who knows everything by heart, I started to learn things like that. So, yeah. Mm. Sure.
0: So that was just a clarification. Um, uh-huh. I, I remembered correctly. Now, this one is something that you said wrong, but it's not. It's not a Eurovision fact. You said, and in fact, no, you didn't really even say it wrong. You said that last year the BBC had three different shows about Eurovision. Did I? Yeah. You were saying how it's getting bigger there. And uh, oh, Oh, and last year they had three shows. I
1: I think, yeah. But I I meant that they had three shows broadcasted in BBC One, like the both semifinals and the final. But because because last, yeah.
0: Sure. Then that clarification is accurate. But do you know how many programs in total that they broadcast last year?
1: About Eurovision? Yeah. Probably a shitload when it was there.
0: 14. Yeah. Yeah. Again, what you said isn't wrong. I just, yeah, and it's not even really about Eurovision.
1: No, I, don't think, I think what I have to just clarify that is just, it was, for so long, it was considered something that, you, the people in UK wouldn't watch by BBC. So they hid the semi finals because it's, UK is not the semi final. Nobody watches that. Yeah. So it was just online. Yeah. Or so, BBC Three or whatever. And then they realized they, they got millions and millions of viewers. Yeah, absolutely. For and, free.
0: And again, the part of the explanation of why I am a bad Eurovision fan, because I didn't know, because growing up there, you, yeah, why would you watch the semi finals? Ah, exactly. We're not sure. in it. And, you know. Hmm? Anyway, next one. Again, just a clarification. You said that you think Johnny Logan didn't write his first oh, yeah. song and he wrote his second song that he won with and then he wrote Linda Martin's yes. song. They're all the things that you said. That's correct. Johnny Logan did not write his first song. Oh. Trivia question. What's it called?
1: The first one. Watch yeah. Another Year.
0: And the year was? 1980. You're amazing. Uh, he did write his second song which was?
1: Uh, Hold Me Now.
0: In the year? 87. Incredible.
1: <laughs> Linda Martin, Terminal 3, 1992. <gasps> It's called Why Me? Why Me? Oh, I got it. I was too... I was too... uh, That's her uh, her first song. Damn it. You got me there. I I mean,
0: you knew... You did know the answer. I I just... Of course I know Um, that. Terminal 3 is
1: a good song. Why Me is like a... And
0: and Why Me the year you said was...
1: Why well, I me? Mean, was 92. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Sure. Absolutely amazing. Terminal 3 is not 92. It's 84. So I'm just being mm. a stupid.
0: And so part of that, fan. we then went on to say that Lorraine could come back and win as a writer. And it's exactly the same. She didn't write her first song, uh, Euphoria. Mm-hmm. She did write Tattoo, or yep. was one of the writers of Tattoo. So she could come back with a song that she's written for another performer and equal, equal. Johnny Logan. Uh, or she could come back and perform again in yeah, re- 10 years.
1: Let's hope not. It's a bit sad when you come the third time, I think.
0: We'll have to see. Oh yeah. We'll have to wait and see.
1: Then don't tell Kerola that I said that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the next time I see her, sure. (laughs) Who's more likely to see her first? Okay, so yeah, again, just a clarification. Now, I also then mentioned, this is why we do a bonus episode, because no one wants to hear this. I mentioned to you that I did know Euphoria. I I heard the song at the time, and I said I probably heard it because I remember there were rave remixes of it that they used to play at like funfairs. I have found one of those rave remixes just to play to you and for the listeners because I just think this is interesting. This is Euphoria Rave Remix. So yeah.
1: I guess okay. this is an official remix with Lurien That sounds like that also. Probably. Because the problem with it were always that it was a bit hard to dance to it, like stops and starts. Everything that made it like a mm. great winner and a hit mm. is not very good at the dance floor. Yeah. So yeah.
0: So there you go again. Uh just a clarification. Now this is a real this is a real bona fide correction on me, but this was also, I was making a joke. I said that the Dunkirk spirit is the fact that the UK, people from the UK uh, or specifically England, will bang on about things for a long time. That's not what the Dunkirk spirit is. And I thought I should clarify in case anyone thinks that I'm an idiot. Well, this one actually <laughs> helped with that perception. But according to Wikipedia, the Dunkirk spirit refers to the solidarity of the British people in times of adversity.
1: Yeah, they got the boats out. Have yeah, yeah. The, the, movie? yeah,
0: the, yeah the, the whole thing in the Dunkirk is that it was a fleet of not private boats, but yes. they weren't military boats. No, yeah, because they've yeah, yeah. seen the movie. Yeah, yeah. But I was just explaining <laughs> I, because I said, you know, I said an offhand thing, and I, you know, yep,
1: yeah, sure,
0: sure, yeah. That's episode one, <laughs> episode two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now this one again, we, neither of us said the wrong thing here, but uh, and Andre Ursu, uh, performing as WRS mm-hmm. Yamame Yamame, mm-hmm. uh, or we refer to the song as Alamo Bebe because that's funnier. We said, Is he Romanian? Yeah, he's yeah, he is Romanian. Romanian. We've confirmed that. So, again, just a clarification. We didn't. We didn't say the wrong thing. No,
1: <laughs> are we now? Are we now correcting us? But not correcting us.
0: Yeah, I just wanted to clarify to, <laughs> to make sure. Um, now this is this is a big faux pas on me. Aya, the song that we heard in episode two in the Norwegian Melody Grand Prix, I said, "Oh, this is just a Spanish song. She's singing in Spanish." Blah 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 blah. It's actually Norwegian. It's she's singing in Norwegian. Now I'm going to put this down to. The version in that episode, we got a super cut of all six and we listened to them back to back, uh, very similar to how our listener heard it. And I think I only got the chorus where there isn't really, it's a lot of nah. sounds, not okay. words. So, and that leads me on to clarify, when you hear the episode, we will put in as much of the song as we can uh, without, you know, getting tagged Suit. by copyright. So, yeah, you know, we do listen to pretty much most of the song unless it's completely unbearable. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, just to clarify that one, this next one is a silly correction. We said that, you said that uh, Margaret uh, Beria, if she were to win, would go to Malmö. And I said, yeah, it's only a a four-hour coach ride from Oslo. Gothenburg is a four-hour coach ride. It's eight hours to to Malmö. (laughs) (laughs) This is hopefully giving you an idea of, I fact-checked everything that we said. Yeah, I I hear that. Literally everything.
1: So our listeners can even trust, like, the train schedule now. (laughs) When they listen to this episode, it's like... Ah, sure. Hmm. Many Norwegian people that have been on the train for four hours and they just ended up in Gothenburg. And the are like, like hey, where is Malmö? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, uh, on the guys. other hand, I mean, good for the tourism here.
0: And there are, are. according to the stats, there are Norwegian listeners, so... All three I, of them on the train <laughs> right sorry, now. sorry for all the shit we've said about Norway so far. <laughs> Great. Again, this is on me. I said that bridges, uh, Estonia's song last year from Alika, uh, was in the top 20 most played songs. I I said on the official uh, Eurovision YouTube, it was actually at number 35. I misremembered. I'm very sorry. Mm -hmm. Now, when I went to verify that fact, I found out some interesting other facts. So in the year 2023, at the end, they put out the most 50 played songs from the official Eurovision YouTube. At 39, because obviously that video went from 31 to 40, so the one where I found Bridges. 39 was Lordy. Oh, yeah. 40 was Manga, yeah. which we talked about in the last episode. And Satellite, Lena, was 37. Yep. So all the songs that we've talked about as previous songs are sort of all like clumped together, apart from obviously Euphorian Heroes, which I'm pretty sure were top Topper. 10 or top Topper. 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that you, I mean, for me, this is so obvious, but right. it's so good that you...
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I referenced Estonia's year from 2022 several times, and I called it I Hope, but it was actually just called Hope. Hope. The lyric was I Hope. Yeah. But the song was called Hope.
1: Yeah. There was a shitload of hope in there. And cowboys. Yeah, and cowboys. And sand. That's episode two. Okay.
0: (laughs) It gets shorter from here. So we we talked a lot more crap, or I talked a lot more crap in the first two episodes. So episode three, this is not a correction. Well, it is a correction of your opinion. Okay. Australia's uh, entry from 2019 Zero Gravity by Kate Miller-Heidke, mm-hmm. is that how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. It's a banger. It's a certified banger. You are wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong. So I it's I mean the... I vaguely remembered the song and I said that it's a fan favorite because it gets referenced a lot like in the Eurovision subreddit. So I went to to find it again just to, because we referenced that it was opera and pop because yep, you hate. don't like. Mm. So I went to listen to it again and it's incredible.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I mean, <laughs> in contrary to you, I'm not going to change your opinion here. Right. I mean, you're you're allowed to have that opinion. Sure. It's not correct, but you're allowed to have it. It's still a shit song that puts a woman on a stick and she screams. Wow. That's it. It okay. that was very nice. To be there was, was interesting, though, seeing them, like, being rolled into the stage with on these big sticks. It was <laughs> very, the best part was, like, left out of television because they were there. in the, in the, in, the in the staging, you just see them, like, fly, which is... Of yeah, course, yeah, the yeah. effect. But to see them like on the sticks, that was a thing.
0: I'd like to see them getting on and off the sticks. I yeah, that mm-hmm. would be the yeah.
1: yeah. Well,
0: then that's the other thing. The staging was incredible. They look Australia to some people a controversial inclusion in Eurovision because obviously it's Australia. I, I I welcome them with open arms, especially after last year. But they they understood the assignment. That staging is amazing. It's memorable.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'm not. going <laughs> Of course, it's memorable. I mean, they are like three olives being pinned on a toothpick so i mean uh, all every time you come up with something in your vision that you haven't seen before that's that's great i mean if it's a hamster wheel or if it's olives huge respect for that but when it saves something that's mediocre in, in the first place i mean i yeah well sure well done that's how you do how you save mediocre things
0: okay mm-hmm. right so we're not changing ken's opinion but he is no. wrong and uh, I made reference So uh, Góta's song reminded me Of Agent Fresco I said that they were uh, Half Norwegian, half Danish I was thinking of the band La Prouse, Which are very similar in genre Agent Fresco are completely Icelandic And they're amazing And everyone should check them out uh, Not that they would hear this And be offended <laughs> That I called them Norwegian okay. mm-hmm. no. And that's episode three So there was actually Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. a correction on me But nothing nothing much <laughs> Episode four. Now, this is where it's going to get interesting. Because <laughs> this isn't a correction. This is an addition. Okay. We had a listener question. Mm? And it, was, it made reference to a nip slip that they oh, could yeah, remember yeah, yeah, yeah. from their childhood. Mm? Now, okay, where to start with this? So I did a lot of work to try and find this. Okay.
1: <laughs> you have been looking at a lot of breasts. I
0: have very closely looking at specifically women's breasts to wait for their nipple to come out of their top. <laughs> tiring. Very tiring. <laughs> uh, no, but I... So I started with a Google search, as mm-hmm. one does, couldn't find anything. The only closest thing that came up was the UK's entry in like 2008, Justine someone. She had a nip slip in the UK selection okay. final. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing I could find. But we were talking about uh, a Eurovision uh, international final. So Googling didn't, didn't give me anything. And I found like lists of like mishaps. And obviously it talked about some of the things that we talked about uh, last week. So then I went to the subreddit and now I'm going to start some beef. Yeah, b- beefing. The mods on the Eurovision subreddit are the
1: worst. <laughs> I th- I, people are the worst. Every every pe- person at social media is the worst. Yeah, but yeah. these
0: guys specifically. I, so originally I posted something asking, does anyone have any recollection? Because And I put a caller to my podcast, and I put a link to the podcast on Spotify, mentioned that there was a nip slip, but I can't find anything, blah, 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 blah. They removed it and said, shameless self-promotion. <laughs> and I'm like... Just trying to find the answer to this question. So I waited a couple of days and I was like, you know, because I was really angry. So I waited a couple of days and I posted it again. Didn't mention the podcast. I just said, oh, somebody mentioned that there was uh, yeah. a nip slip. So I, I can't find it. Does anyone have any answers? They removed it again, not for self-promotion, for repetition, because it was too close to my previous post that they removed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. Wait until you post the actual nip slip. Yeah. That would be kept well, there.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is, the thing is, so I, despite my two posts that got removed, I searched the, the whole subreddit as much as I could to try and find any reference to this. Nobody seems to have posted about this. I went back to the person that asked the question and I said, I need more information because I can't find it anywhere. They gave me what they thought was the year. They thought it was 2003, 2004. So I watched the whole final, 2003, 2004, and I stared at those women's breasts to try and find the nip slip. And there was nothing. There was. Oh, there was. I okay. found it. Mm. Now, before I tell you what it is, because... And again, this isn't a correction, because you didn't say, there has never been a nip slip. You said, I can't remember.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, I feel a bit bad, because of course I could just use my all-knowing friends. They probably know this by heart. Like, if I if I would put that question in, they will repeat me, like, in five minutes. Like, this this song, this year, everything. But I, I didn't do that.
0: You didn't do that.
1: No, because I forgot about it.
0: <laughs> I would be interested to see if you could do that before this episode goes out, because I don't think anyone knows about this.
1: Mm, okay, sure.
0: I truly think that we are about to break news <laughs> from 2004, so it's 20 years too late, hot, hot off the press. I don't think anyone knows about this. And I'll tell you why. I watched the, uh, I watched the whole thing, obviously, on, on YouTube, the whole 2004 final. There was no mention in the comments of that video of the knit slip. Okay. And that's the sort of thing... If I went to the Super Bowl in whatever year it was with Janet Jackson, that's all they'd be talking about. Yeah, right? sure. I know about that. I went to the specific video of just this song performance and watched that. And again, there are comments still to this day, people going, oh, this song was robbed and this was the best song ever, you know, as okay, are on okay. all of them. Nobody mentioned it. I, I even, like, Control-F, has anyone mentioned nip, nipple, slip, boob? Nothing.
1: I'm so, I'm so curious how that person asking the question you about this, but yeah, sure.
0: So I asked that question. <laughs> They couldn't stay up late enough to watch the final, so they recorded it, and then they watched it repeatedly over the next couple of days, and, you know, just was like, oh, what was that? And then they've got the ability to go back and pause, because, you know, 2004, Mm -hmm. I don't think we had that technology.
1: So that's what it is. So it's 2004. Just
0: 2004. So does that help you?
1: There were probably a lot of nips in 2004, but I know, of course, the songs in 2004. Okay, so if
0: I said the country, you'd tell me the song and the Uh, artist?
1: Yeah, let's say yes.
0: Okay, right. But 2004
1: is a very important year for me, so I think I know them all.
0: Okay, what do you know about
1: 2004? Um, (laughs) They were in Turkey. Uh, it was the uh, first time the, the Eurovision and the only time it's been held in, in Turkey, in, in Istanbul. Sweden came on the, a sixth place, but we shared it with Cyprus, the fi- fifth place with Cyprus. But there's always going to be like uh, a way to split things. So we ended up uh, sixth. I mean, it's one of my favorites because for a lot of personal reason, I was, as I told you before, that was my beginning of the my, my comeback to Eurovision after a, a very silent 90s where I spent my life not listening to Eurovision music. And 2004 was the first thing when I was as engaged as I am right now. Mm. So I watched everything before and knew everything. I had like a lot of favorites and these kind of things. And Mm. uh, so, yeah.
0: Brilliant. I'm going to go one step further. The Eurovision Song Contest wiki has from almost every year, it has like mishaps. So for example, when we talked about Greece last week, and the sax solo, yeah, yeah. that's listed as a, a, a specific yeah, thing. thing. And mm-hmm. also the Spain in the yeah. year after, where they, yeah. yeah before. yeah year before. Year before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, this is why. <laughs> uh, that's all listed there. So I would expect a nip slip on a, on a family-friendly broadcast, broadcast in what, how, how many countries? 40? Uh,
1: phew, don't. Some, that's different between the years. Yeah,
0: no. all of those separate broadcasters who have all of their separate standards, none of which probably, actually, you know what? I'm coming at this with my British sensibilities where you can't show a nipple before 9 p.m. But in Sweden, it probably wouldn't...
1: Nobody would care about it here. But I, I guess Italy, you can't show a nipple after 9 either.
0: Right. So, so um, yeah, I, I've got to imagine
1: that yeah. this is bigger than... Uh, the university. <laughs> so
0: 2004, if I were to say it was Belgium, can you name uh, the song?
1: Sandy, One Love. That's one of my favorite that year. And he was robbed, as they said in your YouTube. Uh, I'm
0: going to give that's you... That's
1: one of the big fan favorites, if it's correct.
0: It's almost correct. I'm going to give you one opportunity to correct the name. It is Sandy.
1: One. It's called. It's spelled with the number one and then the word. So yeah. it's not love. It's, it's close to love. How is it just a blank space in my in my head right now?
0: Answer I was looking for is one life. Life.
1: Life's close to love, isn't it? It's pretty close. Love yeah. life. So one life, one nip slip. How? I, I mean, here's the interesting thing. I've seen that clip so many times because it's one of my favorites. I mean, it's it's... I mean, it was so big back then, so I think people listen to it so much, so it's not played that much anymore, it feels very dated today, that's one of the songs, but back then, that was like the shit, and I have no idea.
0: I truly, truly believe that if you pulled all of your resources of all of your (laughs) Eurovision mega fans, like, get Krista uh, Bjorkman on the phone, (laughs) Mm. I don't think people know about this.
1: Uh, Maybe not. Maybe I should put it in, should I send it in some forums, see if I get an answer?
0: Well, yeah, maybe you won't get your post removed. (laughs) I mean, I'll even go one step further. I have it up here on YouTube. And, you know, if you scroll along the timeline on YouTube, it tells you the most replayed moment. It's not the most replayed moment. In that, people don't know about it.
1: (laughs) So it wasn't actually Sandy.
0: No, so this, the, so this is so this is so this is an the, unknown. The corto. question,
1: the question that was sent in
0: said specifically it was a backing dancer. Ah,
1: sure, sure. It just, yeah, I <laughs> remember the question. Sure, but yeah, sure. Hmm?
0: If if it had been a performer, I imagine it would have been a bigger thing, but it was still visible on the screen for at least a second.
1: Yeah, yeah I saw it. I mean, yeah, haven't seen that much female nipples since I was a baby.
0: There you go. <laughs> So that's, that's what I wanted to share with you. And that is, again, not a correction, but a, an, answer. an answer, a clarification, an <laughs> answer.
1: Next time when people sending questions, maybe we listen to them before and figure out
0: the answer <laughs> so we don't have to do it like this. You did answer the question. The question was, what are some of the mishaps and what have been done to, oh, yeah, to sure. solve it? And then you, you mentioned some and you gave an answer to the question. It was just the fact that when you heard the question for the first time, you were stumped because you couldn't
1: recall it. Because I don't think anybody knows about this. The big reveal of, of our podcast. The famous the Nip Slip of 2004. Breaking story. So,
0: yeah. Problem is now, if I, now that I know the answer, if I post it on uh, Reddit, it'll get removed. because they, be like,
1: they have to listen to the podcast to find out. Good. Yeah.
0: Okay, moving on. <laughs> there are two more, two more corrections. Okay, okay. Hmm? One... We went a little bit political, and we talked about how in Hungary and Turkey they keep uh, electing yeah, yeah. certain mm-hmm. types of people. And you said, "I don't think we have any listeners in Hungary." Oh no, you said, "I don't think we're particularly big in Hungary." So again, not a correction, no. but we actually have two listens oh. in Hungary according to the
1: statistics. It's Abigán <laughs> and his mother. I just want to check So, if they're going to go back or not. And now we're talking about nip slips, and it's like now. Maybe maybe it's more interesting now for us. He's
0: secretly the biggest Eurovision fan. If if we can do
1: this more straight, maybe we can get it back into Mm -hmm. angry.
0: This episode of the podcast brought to you by trucks (laughs) and steak.
1: Steak. Trucks and steak. Trucks and steak. And nipples.
0: And a lot of talk of nipples. And the last one was, we, again, not a correction, uh, we listened to Veronica and then we listened to Alionia, Aliona and Jerry Heil. Yeah. And their song is called Maria...
1: Ma- Ma- <laughs> Maria Teresa.
0: Yeah, Maria Teresa. I wasn't wowed by that song. Mm? I've given it more listens. It's good. Still not wowed? Not wowed. It's okay. Not wowed. i tell you two songs that have been stuck in my head. Milo mm? from Norway, didn't go through... Robbed, so Australia better be bringing some smoke this year because they could have had him. Mm-hmm. And Veronica by Raven. By Raven. Stuck mm-hmm. in my head, great song. Love it, really, really good. Anyway, so after we listened to those two, I said, observation, a lot of women's names in song titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't think of any men's names. And so I set you the task <laughs> of... Uh, the the nice
1: it. little task to go through 1,721 Eurovision songs and see how many of them that contains male names.
0: I listen to every episode of our podcast for fact checking. I think your task was the easier.
1: <laughs> I, I can say that I I tried. I I mean, there is no database. Oh, there are databases, but not that you can make that question because it doesn't work like ChatGPT. They like give us give me the male names. Yes. So I just looked through it. I did. Excel file. The hard thing is that I mean, when you go back and everybody sings in there. Uh, national languages, it's not easy to know what's a name Mm. and what's not a name if you're not very skilled in different languages. I mean, I know, for example, that Yugoslavia in 1983 song about Julie, which is spelled like (sighs) DZ, something like that. It's a woman's name because it was translated into Swedish and it was a big hit and I loved it as a kid. So I know it's Julie. I didn't know that Ben Adam, which is an Israeli song, it's like... It, that means just human people, like in, in Israeli. I, I thought like Ben Adam, isn't that the guy from A3, A1? No, that's Ben Adams. But you know, yeah, I mean, so, so that, that's it. Also, I mean, it's hard. Are, are we talking... Biggest mention of main names. This is so interesting when you start to learn. Back in the days there was a lot of male names because mo- most of the singers were women and they were singing about their loved ones. Mm. So there, in the beginning, there were a lot of like Giorgio and there were like uh, Tom Piliby and there were uh, Augustine and Marcel and all these kind of things that they were singing about. There was a lot of male names. Then it turned more into, there was several years, when it, then it turned more into famous people. So people singing about like Casanova and Charlie Chaplin and uh, Romeo and these kind of things, which of course is male names. And nowadays it's very uncommon, as you did like your uh, observation. Observation. I mean, the latest we had was, of course, Edgar, but it's which is a famous person. Who the hell is Edgar? But before that, you have to go back until like two thousand and nine, when somebody sang "Be My Valentine," which of course is a name, but that's not that's not what they mean. Yeah, not in that context. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then before that, it's Casanova, which is also yeah, but not really like a name that they're thinking about. So you have to go. F- Back from 2023, you have to go all the way back to 1998, where <laughs> a German guy called Guido sang about himself, mm. which in, in English were like, Guido loves you, but uh, Guido liebt, I think it's in, in uh, German. So he sang about himself. And if you, if you want to go way back, you have, it's 86, and it's like Romeo, which also is, of course, a metaphor for something, not really a name. Yeah. So, mm. so things like Stefania. It's really uncommon, even if it's because women names are a bit the same. I mean, it's Matahari and Cleopatra and things like that. But to have like somebody singing about a woman called something—that's right. not very. I mean, yeah, you have to go back in in the early two thousands.
0: But I guess it's becoming more common because I don't know. I we mean, had Stefania last year, and Avronica, and Avronika, and okay. Ukraine again.
1: Ukraine, yeah, Ukraine, of course, sure, yeah. yeah. It's a trend this year, maybe. Mm. So we don't know if it's like a one-year trend. It was just a throwaway comment, but now you've done
0: the homework, I appreciate it. Yeah, so. it was
1: very interesting also for me to see because there was a lot of them that I... I mean, interesting thing, how many songs have Sweden sent with a name in it? Okay. Mm? I can't think of any. No, of course. <laughs> Four. Famously, maybe Eloise, which oh, is a song yeah, yeah, by yeah. Arving but yeah. also Judy, uh, Judy Vän, Augustine Jenny, uh, the Swedish song in 76. My sister is named after that. The spelling of Jenny is... J-E-N-N-I-E, okay, which is not very common. And she spells, her name is spelled exactly okay. that way. So I guess, the, oh, Jenny, that's a nice name. How do you spell that? Oh, who's singing on the radio right now? Oh, that. <laughs> well, that's nice. Yeah,
0: okay. Mm. Uh, and then I've got a bonus note here, which is we had the feedback that our theme tune sounds like it's straight out of Rocket League. Do you know what any of those words mean?
1: No. <laughs> Straight out, of have heard. (laughs) People don't say that much about me, but...
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, Rocket League is a computer game. Okay. Or you may know it as a video game. (laughs) Game and watch. You're actually more of a gamer than I am. So, Um, that's actually...
1: If it's not Pokemon, I have no clue.
0: Mm. Mm. Uh, You you did a, a stint with Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, that too. Uh, Rocket League is a computer video game in which you drive a rocket-powered car and play football.
1: (laughs) The straightest thing I've ever heard in my life. This is the straight episode. Nips, lips and football. Jesus. And
0: rocket-powered car football, thank you very much. (laughs) It's straighter than that. But this is the theme tune and uh, you might agree. Welcome to Deskmates.
1: I'm glad we can gay up this <laughs> Rocket Football a bit <laughs> and making yeah. it a podcast theme yeah. tune
0: instead. That's what we want. We want future generations to play Rocket League and be like, oh, that sounds like Deskmates. And mates.
1: listen to Eurovision at the same time.
0: We're all a little wiser.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, um, And it's nice to do something else. In an episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully people enjoy this. Uh, Let us know. Yeah, sure. Get in touch either on Instagram. You can still email us at deskmates at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram with a question. If you want to record your question, that would be great. If you have a correction that we've missed, uh, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) No, by all means. By all means. I'd love to hear about it. I don't know. I'm glad that
1: you didn't tell them to send in their nip slips.
0: Don't send any nip slips, please. No, don't do that. Unless you know. Send them to Reddit. <laughs> yeah. Go and tell those Reddit mods. If you know of another nip slip <gasps> that we have missed mm. in my extensive research and found one that no one knows about, if you know of another one or a, a bull slip.
1: Oh, pin on screen. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I made it up.
0: <laughs> yep. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. Then by all means, uh, let us know. Don't send us a picture of it. Nope. Send us a message. That's... <laughs> that's a good place to end. So. It's a good
1: place to end. And then next time there will be more music and there will be more facts.
0: More facts, less me. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>